I like friends that impact me, not impress me. Uh, mm. Mm. Wow. And everybody can have friends, but I like true friends. True friends stick with you through tough times. One, two, How's Chris's audio? This is good. I think. Is it pretty clear or no? Yeah, you sound good. I mean, we're, we sound a little better, but you sound yeah, pretty good. Well, that's no. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, welcome to episode four of the Go Vertical podcast. We are super excited to be talking with Chris Kaufman on this one, uh, who owns multiple businesses. And so we're going to get into kind of his story and his business journey and and hear what he has to say. So we're really excited to have him on board. Um, and so guys, are, are you guys ready to go vertical? Let's go. Let's go. All right. Perfect. Um, well, before we get too far into it, I got a question for you guys. Um, did you hear about the one roofer with a perfect safety record? I never heard of him. He never had a shingle accident. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's a good one. A good one. Yeah. <laughs> Warren knew that was coming, Chris. That yeah, was a I did. surprise for you. Yeah. Yep. Um so Chris, what I wanted to one one thing I thought when I was talking about bringing you on board, and um I guess well before we start asking you questions and grilling you why don't you take a second and just introduce yourself and and who you are and and what you do okay first off i want to say special thanks to nick and warren you guys for having me on here uh this is kind of something i've always dreamed of doing uh the last seven years but never knew for sure how i'd go about so special thanks for you guys for having me on here uh my name is chris kaufman I'm married to my wife, Mary, and we have three kids. We live over here by Ridgeland, Wisconsin, and uh, we do commercial roofing, and we do uh, residential construction, and we uh, also uh, do some rental properties and flipping houses. Awesome. You stay busy. Yeah, we do. Um, so one thing, I, I've, I've heard your story a little bit, um, and... And one thing I heard you say that stuck out to me, I think it was, we had the chance to take a road trip a few weeks ago down to Kansas city. And you were talking about, you mentioned something and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you said something about how early on in, in business, you didn't think very highly of yourself or you didn't see a lot of value in yourself. Yeah, that's correct. We did talk about that a little bit. That was a great time to go with you guys down there. Uh, always enjoy spending time with you guys. Yeah. Uh, so I was, so about seven years ago, I when I took my dad's handyman uh, small construction business over, uh, he asked me to take that business over because I was working for him. And I'm not sure how far to go back here, but anyways, so first couple of years were really slow. Uh, 
because I didn't actually believe in myself. So my confidence level was really, really low. Mm -hmm. So, and that could have something to do with some of the things I experienced as a kid and a child in school. But once I invested in myself personally a little bit and met some really good, true friends like Warren and you guys, that really helped me out a lot. But to kind of get things started, that's kind of, I was not really willing to take a risk. Mm -hmm. And so the reward was not there. <clears throat> I believe, I believe we have, if we want a big reward, we need to take risks. But I was so scared of failing that I wasn't willing to take risks, if that <clears throat> makes sense to you guys. But that's something that I struggle in my first couple years. Yeah, no, that, that's good. So how did you learn to start having confidence? I mean, you touched on a little bit, but how did you learn to start having confidence in yourself and maybe learn that, you know, you could take risks and you don't have to and be okay with failing or, or at least the risk of failing? So uh, two years after I took my dad's construction business over, we joined Conklin and which they have a commercial roofing product and other product divisions. But anyways, so we started going to trainings and that's where I learned about personal development. I used to hate reading, but I learned that reading and listening to good uh, podcasts, audio that is investing in yourself. And last week I was listening to Craig Groeschel and he said, leadership input is very important because if you don't put, put good stuff in you, you won't have anything good coming out. And where we come from, you really didn't take time. I think Warren would reflect off of this and would uh, agree that where we come from, you did not invest in yourself. And once I did that, it took me to a whole new level. Wow. That's good. It's great. So something that you mentioned earlier, Chris, that was interesting when, when he asked you about believing in yourself. By the way, Chris, thank you so much for coming on here. I wanted to tell you that. Um, Chris has actually talked to me about starting his own podcast and interviewing young guys. So hopefully we can kind of work together on this and maybe someday we can help you start your own podcast. That'd be great. Something I would definitely challenge you to do. But anyways, Chris, you mentioned surrounding yourself with, with true friends. And I think oftentimes if we don't have anybody in our life who believes in us, it's really hard to believe in ourselves. So maybe it's your spouse or a parent or even a child or somebody you go to church with who starts to believe in you more than anybody's believed in you. That's certainly happened to me. Uh, I think Nick could probably say the same thing, but when, when people that we look up to or somebody significant in our life starts to really believe in us and speaking, you know, positive encouragement into our life, I think it's way easier to believe in ourselves. That's correct. Uh, response to that was, is, I like friends that impact me, not impress me. Uh, mm. Mm. Wow. And everybody can have friends, but I like true friends. True friends stick with you through tough times. And there's so many buddies and friends that when things get tough, I notice over the years, they're gone. So I believe I like, and that's one of my 
written goals at home is I want to be an impact to people. I don't want to impress people. I want to be an impact where they can say, Chris helped me to get from A to B. Not that, oh, he impressed me. That's I want to be an impact. And I feel like when you pick a true friend that he can be an impact to you. Wow. I hope you guys are taking notes. I definitely got my pen out. Yeah. Writing. That was awesome. That's good. Yeah. Um, so why is it important to, cause I think there's a distinction to be made one. Obviously you have to value yourself, but I think some people think connect that with being arrogant. And obviously there's a line between having self confidence and value and not being arrogant. Um, and so why do you think it's important, you know, to, to have that confidence and especially in business, you know, to be able to find that, that confidence and that, that belief in yourself. So in response to that is so confidence so just I was just talking to a young man this week. I'll use an example. He was telling me how he struggles to sell. And <clears throat> I know why he does because of his confidence level. Mm -hmm. I said, I said, do this. I said, you walk into the building owner. I used to do this. I go in and say, hi, my name's Chris with KIE coatings. We do commercial roof coatings. It's seamless. Uh, if you need it, you know, let us know or we can get you a quote, whatever. How about if I would come in and say, hey, I'm Chris with KIE Coatings. Uh, do you need me to check out your roof? You called me. I can get you an estimate. We have a seamless roof system and acrylic coating that we can use. We stand behind our work. We're a small owned business, not too far away. We'll be here for a long future. <clears throat> we'll be here for many years. Uh, and uh, let us know as soon as you can. We'll get you in the schedule and get you done. And I told that to the young man, and he, he never thought of that. I said, building owners will read you like a book. Mm. I said, if you talk with confidence, you will, you will lead the conversation, and it turns into a selling point. And I used to struggle with the same thing. And I told this young man, don't even be afraid. He has a very quiet voice. Mm -hmm. I said, don't be afraid to raise your voice. And I learned that from Charles W. Herbster, a great friend of mine that mentors me a lot, including Warren and them. And I said, how different does that seem to you, Nick, if I would knock on your door and say, hey, I'm Chris with a high tone voice and excited about what I'm doing instead of saying, Hey, Nick, I'm Chris with KAE Coatings. Just wondering if you'd be interested in checking us out. When you set that high pitch, they're right there with you and you talk business to business talk and you you ask questions and you get them talking and they get excited and you get excited. And mm -hmm. I just did another deal today. Never met the guy. He called me for a quote and I stopped in and he's a business guy. I am. And before I left, he shook my hand, told me I got the job. And all we did is just had a 15-minute conversation. And 
So that's why confidence is so important, believing in yourself. If you don't do those two, I don't think your success will be there. Hmm. Yeah. So, Chris, something that we talked about probably about a year ago, maybe not quite as long, was you were struggling closing jobs and you were bidding a ton of jobs. But the thing is, I asked Chris how much time he spends with his customers when he's doing the estimates and making his presentation. He said, well, I don't spend any time with them. I just go look at the job and then send him an email with the quote. He didn't even shake their hand. He didn't even say hi. He was just going in and it's pretty much he was sending them the price with no relationship. And Chris is a confident guy. Like when, when I see him introduce himself to the people, he shakes them with it. You know, his body language shows that he's confident, which I think is important. But so for somebody like Chris, he was passing up the opportunity to show off his confidence. And so when he started doing that, Chris, it made a big difference, didn't it? Correct. Yes, it did. Yeah. It made, it made a huge difference. But what I'm hearing, Chris, is like your tone of voice, your body language. That's what you're bringing out. You know, that shows confidence. I, I don't think having a little bit of ego is wrong. And what I mean by that is, you know who you are and what you identify as. And you know you're a good commercial roofing contractor. You're a good, you know, pole barn builder, whatever it is you do. Or you're a good landscape or whatever it is you do. You know you're good at it. And And one thing we talk about on Go Vertical is, having the personal development until you reach that confidence level. And if you have that, it's not, in my opinion, it's not egotistical or arrogant, like what Nick was asking. I think that's just a sign of confidence. Um, now, if you get ex extremely right. egotistical, you will drive people away. And I think it'll be very obvious to, to people when you start to be arrogant. That's correct. Yeah. And I like that point too, that you made about, just being excited because um, I know a lot of people talk about how <clears throat> when you're excited, other people just naturally get excited. They're, they're just attracted to it and they get excited to, you know, people get excited about what other people are excited about. And so if you walk in and you're not excited about your business or what you do, then why should they get excited about it? Or like you said, if you're pumped up about it, like they're just going to be attracted to that. Mm -hmm. So yes. that was that was a great point. Yes, very, very, very important key in business, I would say for sure. So how has your business been affected? And I, I think you've maybe touched on this a little bit, but how has your business been affected by your mindset shift? Huge in all areas. Uh, that is that's something that I'm we're very blessed with, and my wife noticed it right away. <clears throat> I would come home from trainings and I would be excited. And my first couple of years in business, Sunday nights, I would get nervous and have a hard time sleeping and doubt myself. And hmm. maybe it's going to be a tough week. I did that. It was, it was scary because I thought I'm going to fail. Mm -hmm. Now Sunday nights, I'm pumped. I'm letting the guys know, hey, where it's go time tomorrow. Things are loaded, ready to rock and roll. Uh, we're going to make it a good day. I might throw on a little podcast uh, Monday mornings uh, to set the momentum of the day. I used to just scroll Facebook, scroll TikTok, scroll the bad news, not reply to anybody, not like nothing. That's the new generation. Our generation does that. Nobody responds. Nobody does anything. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Now, instead of doing that, I will listen to something that investing in myself 
say a prayer, get get a good start to the day, maybe send your wife a text or give your family a call, make sure everybody's mm-hmm. doing good. Setting your tone of the day is unbelievable important, which is what I heard you guys talk about on the last episode. And that's that really that really stood out to me because that's huge. One thing, one thing I've noticed in my generation is is that people put garbage in their body but expect fruit. I just don't understand that. Hmm. Uh, we can't all the time drink poison, so-called poison in our body, and expect us to never have any reaction. And I believe the same way in business or spiritual life, you can't always watch these wicked movies, violent things, and expect you'll never have any any uh, mental issues from that, or it won't. I hear guys always say, friends of mine, oh, it won't affect me. I enjoy that stuff. Well, I believe if we want to be different, we got to act different and live different and put in good things in our body So and in our brain because we're only as good as our mind, our mind tells us to be. We're only as honest as this is up here. That's very powerful. And so that's where I learned from Warren and Nick and you guys that, putting good things into your mind, keeping that positive mindset and not letting this whole America thing, how it shift and destroy your mindset. And you'll lose out on much success if you follow the news and, and, uh, and that's all you think about. So what you're saying is whatever goes in, it's got to come out. Correct. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, Basically, pretty simple. That's pretty basic. Yeah. That's good. So what are, what would you say? So say somebody's listening who is kind of where you were seven years ago and isn't doing any kind of self-development, isn't confident. What would you say, where should they start? What's maybe one or two or, or five things, you know, that you're doing now for self-development that, you know, you would encourage other people to do? I would probably say the first step would be is find yourself a true friend that's successful and that can be an impact. John Maxwell says everybody is caring, but caring is for everyone, but leading and impacting is for someone so i think we need to find that someone that can help us that can impact us and help us because leaders help you make not only good decisions but they help you make the right and the best decisions so if you can find a good leader, a true friend, he doesn't have to be a millionaire, but somebody that's wise, knows what he's doing, and that is obviously further ahead in life than you are, like Warren and you guys. So if you can get somebody like that, starts helping you along the way, mentoring you, and then maybe maybe start listening to some good podcasts, maybe go to some in-person uh, trainings where you can actually sit in person there. I know with COVID, everybody went, uh, you know, a lot of it was over social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think in uh, being in person in a meeting is very powerful. 
Um, and the other thing I would say is don't forget the power there is in a pen. Hmm. I learned the last few months, there is so much power in a paper and a pen, but everything is so digital now. And I sometimes think our minds might lose out. And it's very amazing to me, like Donald Trump and his boys still use a paper and a pen. Charles Herbster does. And and I just told my dad at church last Sunday, I said, I'm just I, I can't believe the power in a pen because of something you're writing down. And I just think that's so important that don't be afraid to be a little different and old fashioned and write some things down what you want to do. I know we can type everything in the phone, but I think I don't know what you guys' thoughts are on that, but I think there's power in being able to write something down. Well, you mentioned Charles Herbster, and one thing I noticed, like we were we've done some interviews together, and anytime he's talking to anyone, he's got a fresh pad of paper and a and a good ink pen. And it doesn't matter, you know, you mentioned people more successful than you. And it doesn't matter if the person's even way less successful. Charles is writing stuff down. And I think you're you're right. Um, one thing I was going to ask you, when you mentioned that Warren guy that's more successful than you are, were you referring to <laughs> Warren Buffett or who, who are you referring to there, Chris? Oh, man, Warren Utsi. That's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> but no, I, I agree with what you're saying. And we talked about that before. But like surrounding yourself with people that – have what you want is so key. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I just, I was going to comment on this, Nick, I think personal development and mindset change is different with everyone, but mm. I think that the absolute must is you have to want to change. Yeah. Uh, I asked, I was yeah. golfing a while back with one of my brothers, actually, I'm pretty sure he won't care me sharing this. And uh, he said, we, we were talking about a new kind of drink that came out or something. He's like, you know what? I haven't had a drink in three months, not one drink. And I'm like, how on earth did you quit drinking? Like, how did you do it? And he said, well, to change your daily habits, you have to change your environment and you have to change who you are around. And I'm like, I've been telling you that for five years. Like what? I, I, I know that. I know that's a fact. I've been telling you that for five years. And uh, he's like, well, I didn't want to change. I didn't want to change my environment. That was, he mm. said, I wanted to change my habits, but I didn't want to change my environment. So Chris, what you were saying, you know, you have to get somebody around, you have to change that environment. And right. uh, that's how you change your mindset. But I, 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 I used to think books is where it's at. And for me, books is where it's at. And I see Nick in your background, that's what, where it's, where it's at. Some people don't care to listen to books. They don't care to read books, but you know what, if they spend an hour or a couple hours a week with a mentor on the phone or, at a coffee shop, that can have an absolute amazing impact. Um, personal development certainly looks different for everybody, but you've got to want you've got to want to be different and to have that mindset shift for sure. Yes, correct. Oh, that's great. So, do you have a, a podcast, Chris? Right now, I mean, obviously the Go Vertical podcast, but is there is there any others that are kind of your go to right now? Uh, not. Uh, you mean as far as listening, Nick? Yeah. So I do listen a lot to uh, Dave Ramsey's business podcast. And there is another podcast with real estate I'm listening to. Beans, uh, I'm I'm just getting new, getting into that. Uh, I get a lot of advice from my dad about real estate. He's been very successful. My brother, Jonathan, is very successful in it. 
And uh, so I, I would say mainly I listen to a lot of business on podcasts. And, but I really enjoy listening to Craig Groeschel and uh, Warren hooked me up with John Maxwell. Uh, and then I, uh, I do listen to books that Charles Herbster recommends me to listen to. So, uh, so I just, I used to absolutely despise all that. And now I love it because I feel like I'm learning things that can help my future. And I'm not just listening to funny things that are not benefiting me. So, mm. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's where I've learned a lot about podcasts, and I truly enjoy it. Any minute I got on the road, I'm listening in on something. So nothing yeah. else. It nothing else. It's Warren's videos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. that's good. No, I've noticed too because I used to listen to a lot of books, but I listen to a lot of um, novels and you know fiction books and. A while back, I made the switch to listening to, you know, more self-development books and getting into more podcasts and stuff. And it it really makes a big difference in just your perception and your mindset and just how you go about your day and how you carry yourself. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it, it impacts for sure. So that's for great. Sure. Um, Warren, do you have any uh, more questions or comments for Chris? So, Chris, uh, maybe a little bit change the subject here, but we talk about going vertical. And what what do you like about roofing so much? Is it just the money or or what is what is great about the roofing opportunity that might be different than, let's say, you know, tree trimming or something like that. What, what do you like about roofing? What do you like about going vertical climbing? You climbed that ladder today. I know you did. Oh, yeah. You were up on a roof today. Um, what, what are maybe just one or two fun things or a couple things that you like about roofing? Obviously there's an opportunity for financial gain, but besides that. Well, I would say first off solving people's problems. Hmm. Most times, most times roofs we go on are leaking and you when you do that roof you're protecting that man's dream them mm. most, most of them businesses are somebody's dream that always wanted to run a business so to be able to go in there and seal their roof up and walk away with a check and they have a smile on their face and they call me in two weeks and said chris my roof is dry it don't leak anymore that to me means more than any money ever will Hmm. Then the other thing I would say is relationships. You get to build friendships with people. And so I would so I would say I love solving people's problems. It's not maybe always fun, but in the end it's very, very rewarding. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. awesome. So in the book, um, Why We Want You to Be Rich, uh, Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki, by the way, are the co-authors on that book. And the, in that book, they talk about three things. And one is find something you like to do, figure out how to make money doing it, and then do it for the rest of your life. Stay focused pretty much. You know, don't just be hopping to the next thing. So when you're up on that roof job and you're like, man, this sucks, but I, hey, at least I'm going to get a check at the end of the week. I'm going to make 3000 bucks this week on this job you can burn out way, way quicker. And I, I would say 
most of us entrepreneurs, if you have an entrepreneur journey, there's a time when you're doing it just for the money, either at the start or sometime into it. And you know what? If it isn't making money, it sure isn't fun. Uh, I will say that. But when you're up on that roof job and you're working away and you're like, man, this roof's going to look great when I'm done and his leaks are going to stop. I can't wait to have Bob be leak free. That is when like you're driven to do an extra good job, you know, work a long day in 95 degrees if that's what it takes. And so we talked about that another episode, Nick. I'm not sure which one, but we talked about staying mission focused and, mm -hmm. and remembering why you do what you do. And typically if it's just money and Nick actually mentioned that how much more important friendships and relationships are than just money. And we think money is the most important thing because we have to provide for our families and our career. But most times there's a, if we're true to our mission, there's a way bigger purpose out there than just making money. So that's really cool to hear, uh, Chris, that you have that purpose uh, to do roofing. Um, I guess one thing I was gonna ask you when you were talking earlier, did you ever see yourself 10 years ago, if I would have showed you, you know, here's Chris Kaufman, this is how far he's made it in life. Did you think back then that you would ever make it this far at your age? Absolutely not. My wife and I were talking the other night. We put a nice patio out behind our place and we were just enjoying the weather and the family and stuff. And, and she, I just told her, I said, I cannot believe where we're at. I said, I've never dreamed we could get this far. I said, just think of it. Seven years, seven and a half, no, eight years ago, I was still working for $10 an hour. Hmm. And I had no plans to ever do anything else. And because I had in here, in my mind, I thought I can't never do anything else. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's many, many young people out there today, my age, that could be somewhere else today and they could be a millionaire but their mind is keeping them from getting it <laughs> and but no abs i mean we're so blessed i can't believe it i just cannot i mean to think i turned over a year's worth of work down in the last three months and unlimited amount of work coming in uh all three businesses are have i have been growing on 25 to 30 percent every year since the last five years just blowing away tremendously. Amazing. And you guys built a new house, a shop house there, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful shop house. Um, and then, you know, you guys have, you have a lot of assets you've been building on. Tell us a little bit, Chris, very, very briefly about the services you offer and some of the investments you've made. Uh, just so if there's somebody local, tell us, you know, what, what areas do you serve? And then some of the services that you have, just so if somebody's local, you know, is listening and they'd like to meet you have you give them a quote on a project um, this would be a great opportunity or maybe somebody on here wants to call you and and ask for advice uh, what what are some services that you offer at your companies so we live in Ridgeland Wisconsin and we serve as about an 80 mile radius around Ridgeland uh, we do commercial roof coatings we do pretty much all construction services and we also have rental properties and we flip houses so if you have if you need a place to live feel free to give us a call or any restoration needs uh our number is 715-418-3025 and you can also find us on kieenterprises.com 
and that website was built by Nick Jordan, and uh, he did a great job. So if you need a website, feel free to touch base with Nick. It's awesome. Great, great, cool. Um, well, I have a story, Warren. I don't know uh, if you had any more questions or comments, or if, if uh... story time sounds good. I'm I'm waiting for Chris to share one of his stories, but. Yeah, you got a story, Chris. Hey, oh, here's a here's a good thing, Warren. In one of our previous episodes, we asked, uh, we talked about the dumbest things we've ever done in the job. So you have to go back and listen to what we said. But I'd be curious. First thing that pops in your head was the dumbest thing you've ever done in the job. You're asking me, Nick. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I would say, I would say probably throwing a ladder off and not tying it off throwing the ladder up on the roof, you know, off and not tying the ladder off Yep. on a windy day and it falls over and the closest place to the ground is 12 feet and I jumped it. Oh boy. Yeah. That was not good. I'll, you, that's why now you'll see all ladders tied off. And we left our cell phones in the trailer, me and another guy, and we're on the roof. The ladder's on the ground oh, and we no. have nowhere to go other than jump. So I hung off the eave till my arms were fully stretched out and I let go. That was the quick feeling. But wow. I but I learned. I learned very well. But that would probably be the first one I thought of. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that both I don't know if you listened to the other podcasts, but the, when he asked me that question, it, it included not tying the ladder off. Yep. So, very similar. So yeah, yeah. Hey Chris, I think we have time and if I don't know if you're willing to do this or not, but I think you should share the ice cream story. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's, I, I, think I don't think Nick's heard it. I, I did hear it, but yeah, that, that's such a great story. I, would, I think it would be fun for our again. audience. That's going to get the audience, they're going to get crazy ideas off that story. Well, why, why, don't, why don't you share kind of the Cliff Notes version of that story just very briefly here? I think uh, this podcast needs to lighten up a little bit. I think I think we could use a, a good knee slapper here. <laughs> Warren, you never gave me a warning about that. No, but I think we should. I think we want it right from right from you, Chris. Okay. So, uh, so we were down at uh, what's that place called? Trump Doral. Trump Doral for the Miami, Florida. Yep, for the preferred contractor trip. And it was Saturday night, so it was like the big special banquet night. And the owner of Conklin, Charles Herbster, comes up to me. We were sitting up front there with Warren and Lauren and Billis. And he comes up to me and whispers in my ear, and he said, uh, I would like you guys to, I would like you to get us some really, really good ice cream for later after the meeting is done up in my suite where we can have a party up there. I said, okay, okay, you know, I'll, I'll get her done. Anyway, so we're looking online. We're kind of actually having a hard time for somebody to deliver to Trump Durrell. I remember I asked Warren to help me, and we, we finally found a place. What was it called, Warren? Uh, you remember shoot. the name of I don't. I don't remember the Cold Stone. Cold Stone. Cold Creek, Stone. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that's one of Charles's favorite places. Anyways, we're all in a suit and tie, dressed very nicely for business and stuff. And 
it, it was a few hundred yards up to the main lobby there at where they bring the ice cream in. And so they said they'll give us a call once they're there. So they gave me a call. And just as I'm leaving the room, Charles goes up to announce something. I didn't pay attention because I'm trying to get up to the front to get ice cream. So I leave the building and I'm on a dead run. I would say, would you say Warren, three, 400 yards? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, every couple football of, fields for sure. I'm in my nice dress shoes. You know how comfortable they are. It's like walking in a cardboard box. I'm on a dead run running up there. And the delivery guy calls me and said, I'm here with your ice cream. And I said, I don't see you at all. I said, honk. And he's honking. And I'm looking around. And there's these high-end cars. I mean, we're talking Ashton Martins, Lamborghinis, all these unbelievable high-end cars. And finally, he he's like, I'm I'm right here, I'm right here. So I go up to this blacked out, blacked out car sitting off to the side. I knock on the guy's window, and it's this uh, dark guy in there with really big white eyeballs. And I he, he looks at me and I said, You have my ice cream. And he gave me this look, and he's like, No. <laughs> Okay, that was not a good that was not a good sign. I guess that that's not a very good version in their community. So anyways, and finally I figured out this so I told the guy, I said, look for a man in a suit and tie. He said, Well, where I'm at, everybody's in shorts. I said, Oh, okay, you're not at the right place. So meantime, Warren's texting me, my wife is texting me, get down here right now. Donald Trump Jr.'s in the house. So I go on a dead run. Which was a surprise. He didn't know Donald Trump Jr. was coming. Yeah, I had so. no idea he was there. So I'm just huffing and puffing on a dead run down there. I just get inside the store, inside the room, the conference room where everybody is. No ice cream yet, right? No ice cream, no. Because the delivery guy is trying to find his way, whatever. I'm, I just listened to Donald Trump Jr. probably one minute at the max. Delivery guy calls. I'm here. I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. So then I'm on a dead run. I literally took my suit coat off on a dead run up there. Found him up there. Got the ice cream all happy, happy. And I run as hard as I could down there. And I text Warren. I said, where, where did we go? We put it in the cooler. And and the, the earlier the kitchen staff showed us where to put it. So I come running down there. And this is a big facility, so I go behind these rooms in the hallway, and everything is wet. The floor is wet from the humidity, and I go to slow down, and I almost went on my back because it's like an ice rink in there. I find the cooler room. I throw it in the cooler room, and the door shuts behind me, and now I can't get out. And I'm like, what happened? I It locked on me. Anyways, now I'm going crazy. The ice cream's on the floor. Donald Trump Jr.'s talking. I'm still in back in the room trying to, how am I going to get out of the cooler or the freezer? I text Warren, get me out now. I'm locked in the cooler. And Warren comes flying in. And he's, and he's, then he texts me, push. And I'm like, oh. So I push the lever. The door flies open. There's Warren. And he's like, it's all over. I completely miss Donald Trump Jr., Unbelievable. So anyways, 
we quit getting in line to take pictures because the pictures with Donald Trump Jr., the money went to help Herbster for governor. So I wanted to support my friend, get that all done. And long story short, the meeting was over and I called Charles and said, do you still want my ice cream? He said, yep, bring it up to the suite. We got ice cream up here, but he said, still bring what you got. And I go back in the cooler, grab the ice cream, win the grocery bag, run it all the way up there. I open it up and it's pure soup. <laughs> what happened, I never even put the ice cream in the freezer. It was in the cooler. Nobody even ate anything out of that whole <laughs> deal. It was unbelievable. But that's and that, my friends, is the ice cream story. The yeah, ice cream never story. Forget it. <laughs> so sometimes in life, that's just how it goes, isn't it? That sounds like an entrepreneur journey right there. That's right. That's right. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh my that's goodness. great. I, I would like to hear the story that that African-American man tells about one day when he was at the hotel and and somebody knocked on his window and asked for ice cream. I'm yeah. sure he's got a story to tell. <laughs> yep, that's true. But it's it ended up all okay, and it was fun. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that's great. It was fun. Well, <clears throat> that's better than uh, any story I would have told. So <laughs> I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. Well. Chris, thank you for coming on and joining us. Uh, that was great to hear from you. Um, I know I'm definitely going to enjoy when I uh, <clears throat> edit this and get to listen back to it because there's a lot of stuff you said that I I want to hear again. Um, so thank you so much for, for joining us and sharing. Um, that was great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate both of you guys and what you've done for us and our businesses. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, I think I think my takeaway from from Chris's story is we have to learn to believe in ourselves. And if you're listening and and you don't believe in yourself, you know, reach out to to somebody. You can sure reach out to Chris or Nick or myself, and maybe we can connect you with somebody in your industry or your area. Um, but you're not alone. You know, oftentimes we feel like we're alone, and we feel like everybody. You know, sometimes we convince ourselves that we're worse off than everybody else. And I'm sure Chris, you did that. Or maybe we convince ourselves that we're dumber than everybody else or less educated or we don't look as good or we could never do it. And uh, that's something that's one of my goals with this podcast is to help people to open up and help them see who they are and, and who they can become. And so I would if you don't talk about your problems, if you don't talk about, you know, your confidence and your self-confidence issues, you're not going to grow. And so it's extremely important. Um, that you talk to people around you and that you feed off of their energy, of course, if it's the right people. And so, Chris, you've definitely helped me in that way and really, really appreciate your friendship. Um, there's not many guys that, that I would trust like I trust you, Chris, and I mean that wholeheartedly. And when, when Nick asked me about having somebody on the podcast, I said Chris right away. So yeah. it's going to be hard to, to go up from here, but uh, we really appreciate you having uh, having time or taking time to come on here and hopefully in the next you know, in three or four months, we can have you back on and maybe talk about a different topic. But I know you have a, a lot of great ideas and, uh, you know, people can connect with you on Facebook, I'm sure, or Instagram and, and you know, correct. see some of your work and some of your projects. Um, you've, you and Mary have 
built a remarkable business and you guys set an awesome example with your life and uh, we're really glad to be your friends. So thank you for coming on the show, Chris. It means a lot. Thanks. That means a lot. Likewise. And uh, one thing in closing is always remember this. If God doesn't qualify. Okay. Let me word this right. Okay. Uh, many people say they don't qualify. So say, say for an example, you have a gift that you can use, but you're like, man, I just don't, I just can't do that. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. He will give you yeah. the tools you need. You don't have to yep. be. Many people think they got to have this perfect up front to qualify. You don't have to. He will qualify you with the tools you need if you're willing to learn. Wow. That's cool. Great. That's yep. awesome. Love it. Chris, once again, um, if people wanted to reach out or get in touch with you or have questions or anything, what's the best way for them to to get in touch? Is it Facebook or email or? Yeah, probably would be uh, they could uh, email me at chris at kie enterprises with a s dot com, or they can always shoot me a call or a text at the seven one five four one eight three zero two five, or they can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, most of them social media sites. I'm under. I try to put valuable things on there. Sometimes I make it fun, but I try to keep it valuable for. Clean awesome. social media is very important nowadays. <laughs> I learned yep. that from Warren. <laughs> <laughs> and your last name is Kaufman. Can you spell that for us? There's a couple spellings. On yeah. K-A-U-F-F-M-A-N. Perfect. And if I can awesome. be in any help, I will do my best. I love to share my story and help others uh, become very successful. Awesome. Well, this has been great. Thanks, everybody, for listening uh, to episode four of the Go Vertical podcast. It was great to have Chris on for this. Um, remember to uh, like and subscribe, uh, comment any notes. Um, and leave a five-star review, whether you yeah, like it or not. Five-star review would be awesome. <laughs> yes. And subscribe. Uh, reach out again. Um, our contact info will be in the show notes. Uh, so reach out to any of us or and we'd love to hear from you and if you want to be on the show on go vertical please reach out to us we'd love to have you especially yep. if you ask that'd be awesome that'd be great you just got to be better than chris somehow i don't know if that's possible <laughs> but <laughs> it won't take too much for that <laughs> yeah it was all right truly a great time with you guys perfect that's all for now and remember go vertical let's go Go.